Greetings, rare ones. My name is Joanne, and I started the Rare Birds podcast because I wanted to hear from people like myself who come from emerging markets or the developing world, as we're called, who are entrepreneurial, resourceful, passionate, and energized to take their vision from idea to startup. Each week, you will hear me interview founders and teams from across emerging markets who are in the early stages of building their businesses. From time to time, you will also hear me speak with established ecosystem builders, mentors, investors, and business professionals who share knowledge based on their years of experience. This podcast is for anyone who is interested in hearing from the next wave of change makers across emerging markets, building in various industries from agro to tech to health, beauty, and all in between. This podcast is also for those who have ideas, but they're not entirely sure how to make them a reality. They're looking for inspiration and encouragement. We call ourselves Rare Ones. And if this sounds like you, then welcome to the family. Sit back, relax, and listen in to our always so good conversation. Bye for now. Hello everyone, Joanne here and welcome back to Series 7 of the Global Homepreneurs Summit. I'm really excited to be back with you again this week for episode number 163. So let's recap. Last week was episode number 162 and it was the kickoff episode for this series which covers the Global Homepreneur Summit, which is based in India, but it's a global event, which has been curated by Vigianti, who you heard from last week. So in last week's episode 162, you heard Vigianti and I in conversation discussing the summit, why she decided to bring to bring this summit to life, the drivers, the aims, the goals, the objectives. And one of the things that she mentioned in our conversation is that she wants to move from unchanneled noise to channeled signals. So this week, we're going to deep dive into three of the women who are bringing the signals, who are bringing out the signals, right? So Vigianti has got a group of partners helping her to amplify this summit. So we are only going to focus on three, okay? You are going to hear from Arti, from Sia, and from Aruna. Arti is the founder of Telltales, which is the storytelling partner. Sia is the founder of Gowamania, which is a support partner. And Aruna is the founder of Femori, who are an ecosystem partner. And in each of these conversations, you're going to hear a little bit about each of the women's stories, their businesses, why they decided to do what they're doing, their general views on homepreneurship, why they decided to partner on this summit, and just general musings. Okay, so I hope you enjoy listening into this week's conversations. And I want you to have in your mind signals, signals, signals. And these are very dynamic women, very interesting women. And I really enjoyed having these conversations with them. And I hope you will enjoy them too. So until next week, bye for now. RT, so tell us a little bit about you. Hello, Joanne. I am RT Khatwani Bhatia. Uh, if I were to share a little bit about 
what my life has been like. I'd like to say I started out as an aspiring doctor. I landed up a seat in a pharmacy college. Uh, I went on to secure an MBA in marketing thereafter. And after that, I joined an FMCG company in a metro city, only to shift base to my hometown with work in a construction firm's office. I then went on to embrace motherhood, just a little after which I published my very first book, Me to Mommy. But it was only sometime after that that I found my true calling, which is storytelling. I have been in love with stories ever since I've known talking, ever since I've known communication. Today, that is what my venture, my passion, and my profession stands for. Tell tales, where stories come to life. That's my platform, and that is the storytelling partner for the Global Homepreneur Summit Virtual 2021. Exciting. So tell us a little bit more about what exactly Tell Tales does for its clients. Um, if I were to put it in a nutshell, I would say every person has a storyteller inside of them. If I were to ask somebody, what is the last story you remember having heard? Joanne, which is the last story you remember having heard? The last story I remember having heard. Wow. Just this morning, actually, from one of my students, she and her mom baked biscuits together and she gave me some. And she was telling me this whole story about why her mom started baking and how it was connected to her grandmother. And there was an illness and her grandmother was, was unwell for a long time and she couldn't eat certain foods. And that's when her mother started to bake. And there was, there was a whole lengthy story behind it. But yeah, it was just this morning. I hear stories every day, all the time. I'm always hearing that's, stories. <laughs> that is one of the closest answers I've ever come across till date whenever I've asked somebody what is the last story they remember having come across. Because more often than not, people happen to mention the stories they scroll through on Instagram, but ah. they don't. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe it's because uh, I, I'm a podcast host. I feel like so much of what I do is helping people to share their stories. So I'm always sort of listening in to what people have to say. Everything is a story for me. There's stories everywhere. I forget I'm talking to my target audience right now. <laughs> yeah. So what you do is, are you helping your client to craft their story? Yes, but they're not my clients. So Telltales is a platform, which is a community in, uh, in a sense. I see. So we crowd stories. We are an arts and entertainment platform. At the same time, we are a library. Okay. Okay. I got it. That makes sense. So now let's talk a little bit about the Homepreneur Summit. Before we begin, can you tell us um, your perspective on homepreneurs? What, what is a homepreneur? I think anybody working from within the four walls of their home can be called a homepreneur. They may or may not have another passion or another profession that they are pursuing alongside this venture of theirs. They may or may not be engaged in any other activity. They may be married, they may be having children, but in a sense, what we used to earlier on dismiss as a quaint hobbyist, if a person used to do something from within the home, I think today research suggests they are homepreneurs. Okay, okay. And this summit that is coming up, I believe it's the first, right? Uh, to my understanding, it is the first. So why do you think something like this should exist? Why should this happen? Why should we have this summit? 
I believe that this summit is of utmost importance in the world that we are living in because more often than not, we do not consider the efforts of somebody working from their home important enough to affect the economy. But today, uh, research suggests homepreneurs employ one in 10 private sector workers. And by many measures, these homepreneurs are just as competitive, if not more, as their counterparts when it applies to even commercial uh, businesses. So mm -hmm. I think it's time to give these homepreneurs their due. And in the recent years, I, I know it's been just a couple of years, but a lot of platforms have come up which give these homepreneurs their due recognition and in a way encourage them to not only boost the economy, but also follow their passion, their dreams, and something that they believe they are good at and they're actually good at. And that's what makes life interesting and worth living. Absolutely. And what kind of uh, sort of activities are homepreneurs engaged in? Like what kinds of businesses generally are they creating? I think the spectrum is really broad. It can range from anything related to arts and entertainment, like my venture Telltales is. Right. It can. So when a person is engaged in cooking beyond that for family members, that person is also a homepreneur. When a person dedicates their time and effort to creating something in the form of, let's say, a boutique with clothing that they design from home and they sell from home again, they are homepreneurs as well. These days, there is a lot of craze around the uh, essential oils industry, which many, many homepreneurs are actually invested in. They create products which are related to the cosmetics industry from home. And because these cosmetic products that they create have a touch of home-based ingredients and they are organic at the same time, they also form a huge chunk of the homepreneur industry today. Definitely, definitely. Interesting. So. Does this also include freelance workers? Are they considered homepreneurs as well? Absolutely. So again, right. I have to take the example back to tell tales. When we invite storytellers to come to Surface and share audio-visual stories under a minute, that is on tell tales, these people are more often than not freelance workers only. So they do, they share stories which they come across or which they jot down themselves and then they end up sharing it on tell tales as in when they find free time. So they pursue a passion while doing something at home in, in terms of being engaged in home-related activities, perhaps taking care of the home or perhaps following a profession on the side, or perhaps following a profession majorly, but they participate on platforms like mine in the form of a freelancer only. And they do form a very important segment of the home home industry because they are so close to my heart. Absolutely. Now, one of the things I've learned um, in the process of researching this is that there are many women who decide, and like from my own personal experiences as well, they decide that, okay, they're going to um, focus on their family or they're going to have a child or something, and they decide to do something from home. Um, this allows a lot of flexibility. Um, it, uh, it gives them more time and more freedom and whatnot. But what you also find is that they, even if they have the means to, they don't return to work, they stay. Is that because this industry is booming or there's a lot more opportunities now than before because of technology? Because I think once upon a time it was like, okay, you ha you're having something to do from home, but then you go back to work. But now that doesn't seem to be the case. This seems to be a very 
attractive industry for generally a lot of women, a lot of women, right? What you're saying is absolutely true. And I'm so glad you brought it up. This does apply to majority of women who experience childbirth taking back, taking them back home only to make them take a break from uh, the career that they were otherwise pursuing. And as and when they return after the maternity break, they either find that they have missed out on a lot or that their career, if nothing else, took a couple of steps back. And that is when they realize that there is a lot that they can provide the world with beyond what these uh, molds of any industry present a person with. And I believe that applies to almost every industry today. We are used to every industry following a certain regime when it comes to career growth. And as and when these women get back to work and find themselves at odds with what's going on, or perhaps realize that I have missed out on a lot, that is when they are able to realize their true potential and they go back and do a little soul searching only to realize they had not, perhaps not been following their passion, which when they end up doing makes them a brilliant home trainer. So you see products, activities, uh, you see initiatives coming from these women's side, which change if not disrupt the industry. Right. And I think now in the post-COVID era, uh, with so many people being laid off from their jobs and just many industries being turned upside down generally, we might start seeing more home-based preneurs. Do you think so? Absolutely, because technology has made it easier to start and run a business from anywhere. But I think it's just as important that there has been a change of consciousness in the business world because now it recognizes home-based enterprises as legitimate. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think initially the the term homepreneur, and we, we talked about this a little bit before, homepreneur and mompreneur. I think when people hear these terms, they get slightly confused, right? They're not entirely sure what they mean. But I think COVID has really amplified the homepreneur, because it's it, it doesn't always have to be a mom or a woman. It could just be someone, anybody, a male, female, whatever gender, who's been laid off from their job. And they realize I'm at home, I have skills, I have things I can do, and they start a business. So I think that has maybe legitimized it a bit more, but um, generally it's a booming industry. It's a booming industry. Thank you for putting it that way, Joanne. Uh, many people do confuse the term homepreneur with mompreneur, but yeah. yes, it applies to any person who's working from home. Definitely. And, and obviously these, these terms mean different things to different people, but ultimately at the end of the day, we are aiming to empower these women in this instance who are working from home and contributing to the, uh, the economies wherever they live. So when Bejayanti approached you and asked you to partner for this event, what were your initial thoughts? I was actually very pleased to know that Vajinti is one of the front leaders who takes not, not only takes an interest, but also promotes homepreneurs coming to surface. She has had many initiatives. The Global Homepreneur Summit is the first one, and I hope it keeps on continuing from her side. But besides this also, she has also always been very encouraging towards women-based enterprises. When she brought this idea to me, which again, uh, I came across through a friend, when she presented this idea, I was jumping up and down with excitement. That is because I've always been, the feminist side in me has always been all uh, in for women-led enterprises. And when she said homepreneurs, uh, 
I believe I unfortunately believe that she was talking just about women-led enterprises only. But that is when I did a little bit of research at my end as well, which is what we covered during this podcast. That this is a term that applies to so many people, and rightly so, because this industry is what I believe will be the next revolution in terms of bringing a change to how we look at businesses. So while today many MNCs are concentrating upon growing their business, there is also a trend which the world is experiencing with regards to people taking a break from their job sooner than they would have otherwise. So early on, we used to hear people having two to three decades of a career. As of today, we see people taking a break somewhere around eight to 10 years from having worked in a particular industry only to realize that what they were doing did not have their heart and soul in it. This is what gives birth to a home trainer finding their passion. And when they follow that, work becomes nothing more than leisure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I often think about disabled persons who have to stay at home or people who have chronic illnesses where they can't leave their home. This affords them an opportunity to make a living as well. So there are a lot of various groups of people that can benefit from this industry, from becoming a homepreneur. So that's great. It's a beautiful thought, Joanne, that this industry actually gives opportunities to people who otherwise get neglected, if not ignored, by mm. the ongoing trends in the industries. Yeah, people who are marginalized. I love what you said about it's, you know, COVID and it's shifting consciousness, business consciousness, consciousness is moving. And that means that the, the homepreneur will probably become a staple in our conversations. And it won't be something that we'll have to define or, or, or talk about, it will just be another option for anybody who wants, to, who wants to start a business. So what would you like people to know about homepreneurs generally, based on your experience? Based on my experience, every homepreneur that I've come across is one thing in general, they are happy. Mm-hmm. And I think people take this one overwhelming emotion way often for granted. At the end of the day, if you are able to go to bed with a smile on your face, that says a lot about the kind of life you're living. And I know we, uh, I'll, I'm kind of uh, getting distracted with this term, but this is what I believe every work opportunity, every day should come with, happiness. Mm. In current, uh, in the days that we are experiencing, especially how this year has turned out, the job challenge economy that we have been presented with, the bootstrapping and the rise of the home-based artisans. I'd like to believe that there is a homepreneur in each one of us. Mm. That is how I believe the happiness index of not just one country, but the globe entirely can actually take a hike. Yes, key word here being happiness and empowerment, right? Because you can you can you have choices. You can choose your working hours. You you can choose to do something that you actually enjoy doing and generate income from it. I'm happy you shared that because uh, when I was working in the corporate industry, the word or rather the phrase work-life balance was more of an enforcement. After having after having become an a homepreneur myself, I don't see that as an enforcement anymore. It's it comes alongside working. It happens naturally. I'm able to manage my working hours. I'm able to pay time and attention to my family and their needs. And I'm I'm able to pay attention to my own self. Great. And are there any challenges to being a homepreneur that we should know about? 
that are different are, to another uh, type, uh, you know, another entrepreneur, for, say, for example? Uh, for starters, homepreneurs rarely get taken seriously by the people around them, which more often than not leads to demotivating them. If you can cross that first hurdle, which is a big one, sorry to say, but if you're able to cross that and if you're able to just keep on pursuing with nothing but mere faith in yourself, I don't see anything stopping a person with pure passion at their heart. Yeah, That is the only hurdle I see in a homepreneur's journey. Right. And I think that's because when you when you are at home, so much of women's work at home is, is unpaid work, as we know, which I think leads to this lack of confidence because a woman is just expected to do this kind of work. And then she decides, well, I want to make an income from something that I'm doing in the home. So perhaps that's why she's not taken seriously. I don't know what you think about it. Sadly, you're right, Joanne, but there are two sides to this coin. So when a woman starts building her business from home, that is when she decides to become a homepreneur after having been a, a homemaker for most of her life, I think she's trying to find self-worth, if nothing else, in this new business of hers. And the deterrent that comes alongside with it is people do not, not only uh, people do not appreciate her, there is the lack of motivation, which gets attached to the taboo around it. People question why she's trying to find her self-worth in the first place. And then there's the other side to the coin, which is when a woman decides to leave a corporate career to follow her passion and become a homepreneur. That comes along with the raised eyebrows, which question as to why a person has to leave a fat paycheck to follow something that is not going to end up giving her anything in return to begin with. So these deterrents actually work as a huge demotivation. And that is what makes most homepreneurs back off from their journey in the first few weeks, if not years of their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what you said about self-worth is so true. Uh, I mean, I'm not a mom myself, but I have so many friends who are, and obviously yeah, our mothers and our grandmothers and it's, there's always the story of you feel like you, you, you lose yourself a little bit when you become a mom because you give so much of yourself to your children. You kind of lose who you are. So you want to gain that sense of who was I be before I had a child? Or maybe I've evolved and I need to find this, the woman that I am now. And sometimes it's just about pursuing something, like you said, that gives you a sense of self-worth, but you get so good at it and you start to make so much money and you realize, oh, this is a business, you know? <laughs> so that's the fun part. <laughs> I agree. And that's the beauty of the journey. You never know where it'll take you. But one thing is for sure, at the cost of repetition, it will definitely take you towards happiness. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, it was really great to, to listen to your thoughts and have you share your perspective on this and looking forward to seeing telltales around on the day of the summit. What are you looking forward to at, uh, by attending the summit? Is there anything in particular you're looking forward to hearing or anyone you want to see? Or is it, are you just going in with an open mind and you're just excited about the whole thing? Thank you so much for asking me this, Joanne. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody because <laughs> that is what Telltales intends to bring to itself in the form of storytellers. I cannot emphasize enough upon this. There is a storyteller inside each one of us. It's only a matter of time till we realize that. So my attempt, uh, again, why I join hands with Vejanti's summit is 
because I believe there is a storyteller and in that essence, a homepreneur in each one of us who I'd love to see featured on my platform of Telltales. Brilliant. And Artie, where can we find you? If someone wants to find, uh, I know you said Telltales, it's a platform. So how do we go about getting involved? Where would we go and what would we have to do? We have a presence on two major platforms as of today. One is Facebook. The title uh, of our page goes by Telltales hyphen where stories come to life. That's our Facebook page. It is supported by a Facebook group called Storytellers Telltales. That is STT. We maintain these two distinctly because people participate a lot on STT, Storytellers Telltales. And the best ones from those get featured on our page, Telltales where stories come to life. Another handle where we are very active on is Instagram. Our handle's name is at the rate Telltales Official. Okay, great. And are you open to collaborations with different people, persons in different parts of the world and, and working together on unique projects? Most certainly, because every time we open our mouth to speak, we are essentially sharing a story. And as of today, the marketing industry is being redefined as the storytelling industry. So the more brands we can collaborate with, the better. Because at the end of the day, these storytellers who come to my platform, Telltales, also look forward to creating something for themselves and becoming a home printer from, from being a storyteller. And they can only do so if they get more and more visibility, which can happen wonderfully if we get into more and more collaborations with brands. Great. Arti, thank you so much for sharing your powerful and dynamic story. You've done so much and you've had such a varied career from wanting to be a doctor and getting your pharmaceutical degree, then getting your MBA, and now working in the construction and writing a book, you personify the modern woman, right? The modern Renaissance woman. And now you have this platform and you're a homepreneur and it's just really exciting. And I think it's important to, to showcase the variety of, of this, this term, the homepreneur. And I'm really glad that you were able to share this with us today. So thank you so much. And I Thank look you. forward to seeing you at the summit. As do I, Joanne. It has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for this. My pleasure. Okay, bye for now. Bye-bye. Hi, Sia, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Joe. Thank you so much for having me here. It's my an pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here and really excited to tell uh, the audience more about you and your involvement in the upcoming Global Homepreneur Summit. So firstly, how about starting off by telling us who you are and just give us the story behind your organization, please. Yes, definitely. Well, uh, to all the ladies and gentlemen who will be listening to this podcast, hello. Uh, once again, I am Sia Sheikh and uh, I am 35 years old, entrepreneur from Goa. And today I'll be sharing my experience uh, with Kovumania. And uh, I started this community called Goa Kovumania, which supports and encourages women entrepreneurs of Goa. Over to you, Joe. Wonderful. Okay. So, why did you start Go Womania? What, what was the sort of driving force or the impetus behind of that? Yes, there is a story behind this, Joe. Yes, yes, uh, to, please to speak tell us. About. Yes. So I would just I would just give you 
a brief like you know as to why i uh, started this uh, well i started my career in pune not in goa because uh, i am born and brought up in goa but because of my uh, education or because of the field which i chose that is civil engineering uh, in goa i couldn't find a proper kind of uh, you know a good paid job basically to fulfill my family responsibilities so i had to come out from my comfort zone and i moved to pune where i started working in a bpo so i have like 10 years marketing experience over there so after 10 years uh, you know when when uh, it was a time to come back to goa because of because i was passing my marriageable age so i came back to goa and got married here but you know uh, those 10 years of experience or those 10 years of uh, uh, kind of work i did in pune so somewhere i was feeling that coming back to goa you know and living all the aspirations living all my dreams and goals and coming back to goa and just getting married and settling down was not making sense to me so uh, i was somewhere feeling restless and frustrated so this uh, this uh, uh, you know situation was observed by my husband and i'm very grateful to him uh, you know and uh, he asked us that why not we start our business business of our own and we started our business in uh, way back like 2016 then while setting up my factory what i noticed is like you know i was exposed to women who were involved in making homemade crafting articles of different kinds now i was amazed at their skills passion and the willingness to work hard but one thing broke my heart to see that they did not have the exposure to market their products and since i had experience in marketing i realized i wanted to give them an opportunity to market their products so that is when i took first step and started go womania platform in 2017 incredible i love that story there's always a great story behind these platforms so go womania have been has been going now for 3 years is that correct yes absolutely okay and your tagline is build together grow together grow together right that's the And do you yeah. would you mind just giving us an example of of how of a service or the support just one example of how you support the the women in the organization? Yes. So here, uh, Go Women Goa started with a Facebook group that would list women entrepreneurs who made handmade crafting items and do businesses from their home. and uh, through our platform we help them to connect to other women entrepreneurs as well as to sell their products through this network so when we started this platform we were just 50 but now we have a huge number we have a huge network of more than 10000 women go womania started with a facebook group that would list women entrepreneurs handmade crafting items homemade products and sell through this platform where we when we started the facebook group the community was just 50 members of 50 members but now over this 3 years we have grown to a huge of more than 10000 women so if if a women sitting at home 
wants to promote or sell her product what she can do is she can just post it on our facebook group and the uh, prospective buyers will look at it and buy it if they like the product so this is how we connect women entrepreneurs here in goa wonderful really really good Okay, so now let's get into partnering. So you're partnering with Vijayanti on the Global Homepreneur Summit. So how how did you feel? What were your thoughts? Your initial thoughts when Vijayanti said to you, "Okay, I'm I'm doing this Global Homepreneur Summit, and I would love for you to get involved." What did you think initially? Yeah, the first thing uh, when uh, Vijayanti approached me. uh the first thing you know what i found is that we both are sharing a common goal right and uh, we are supporting and encouraging women entrepreneurs or or in other words we say home homepreneurs so that that was the thing uh, made me to say yes immediately to her okay okay and i guess you you could you could resonate and uh, uh the women that you you deal that you are supporting in your community i mean majority of them are homepreneurs as well so it just made sense right exactly yeah exactly so somewhere it was connecting to my work also and the, as i said it's a common goal so that's what made me to uh, accept her invitation right and i believe this is uh the first of its kind in india or perhaps around the world i'm not entirely sure but um why do you think um homepreneurs are not uh or the the topic of the or the title subject matter whatever you want to call it homepreneur is not as uh well established or well known or well recognized we don't hear so much about it uh basically this is because of the awareness i can say or lack of connectivity and uh, though there are many women who are doing business now if i talk about my platform the majority of women are working from home so so and when they came on this platform they got that opportunity to share their products so basically they lack the uh, kind of uh, you know i would say uh the kind they they need some kind of exposure so they don't have that exposure that's the reason people are not uh, they are not so much uh, uh, i would say known to other women but this kind of platforms really help them to boost their businesses and make them grow not only personally as well as professionally absolutely and what what would you like our audience to know about these women these homepreneurs maybe you want if you want to share a transformational story of someone in your network or what or or just generally what what should we know and what should we understand about this this core group of of entrepreneurs yes uh well i want to appeal to the audience and the participants who will be there with us during this summit that we should definitely Uh, encourage more and more women to be in business whether it is a homepreneurs or whether it is uh, you know a uh, a uh, uh, business woman uh, because there are so many talented women out there plus though women are called multitasker you know they do a lot of things managing their homes managing managing their children at the same time they do their business from home so 
we should definitely encourage such women because they are uh, so much talented they have that kind of talents uh, uh, in, within them it's just matter of that one one go you know it is matter of that one support they are looking at so why not we become that support for them and make them to come out from their comfort zone so i'm sure this summit will definitely help many many such women to come out from that comfort zone and to be called as a business women you know a successful business women and uh, and people like us can be a big big support for all of them great great really really great so are you looking forward to any particular hearing from a particular speaker or 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 looking to gain any kind of particular outcome from the summit or are you just looking forward to everything generally whenever i participate or whenever i i'm you know i i attend this type of summit i know one thing we do not we we do not lose anything the only thing is about gain now the gain is in terms of the knowledge we are going to share amongst each other the second thing is the network we are going to connect right though i am sitting in goa but i will be connected to many such wonderful women doing uh, across the globe so this is what i'll be gaining from this summit so definitely i am looking forward and excited to hear a lot of successful wonderful uh, business women out there and definitely the, especially the home trainers too because i want to uh, get encouraged listening to their stories i want to get motivated because uh, their stories will encourage me or motivate me to 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 help uh, more women here out in goa you know so this is what my aim is to be part of this summit absolutely and there's something to learn from everyone and i think that's 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 one of the key things that come out of these summits it's it's an opportunity to exchange exchange ideas and exchange thoughts and sometimes that's where the opportunity lies in the exchange and in and in the value in yes. that exchange absolutely definitely we never know from where we are going to get to learn you know new things and new ideas so we have to always be we should have that kind of positive approach and we should be looking forward to attend such kind of summit or such kind of event more often so i'm super excited to be on that i'm just waiting for that day brilliant and i'm really excited i'm super excited that i got a chance to speak with you and thank you sia for all the work that you're doing i applaud you for your work everything that you're doing to support all of these women um kudos to you for being a partner uh on this summit and where can people find you if uh is cuz this this is a podcast with people who listen from all over the world so if someone wants to reach out to you or if they want to just yes. learn more about your work how would they go about doing that yes Do they can reach us to uh first thing is they can reach us to our facebook if you are a woman you can this type in go manya goa that is g o uh, a 
go, uh, sorry, let me come back again. It's Govomania, that is G-O-W-O-M-A-N-I-A, Govomania Goa, that's the Facebook closed group. And uh, for other people, they can connect to us through Instagram. Again, it is at the rate Govomania Goa. And we do have our website, and uh, that's goagovomania.com. Uh, or else you can also reach us to our official email, that is govmanyagwa.gmail.com. Great. Thank you so much, Sia. It was a pleasure. And I look forward to seeing you on the day of the summit. Yes, absolutely. Hi, Aruna. So tell us a little bit about you and your story. Hi, Joanne. Um, uh, first of all, it's lovely to be here on this platform uh, and be a part of this uh, fantastic uh, opportunity of, of sharing with women. Lovely to, to about... have you. Lovely to have you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So to tell a little bit about myself, um, well, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I hold a business degree. I uh, then worked in a corporate world for 10 years, after which I had uh, the entrepreneurial bug, which, you know, kind of fit me. And I started uh, a business of my own, which was a lot into recruitment and uh, human resources, because that was uh, an area of expertise. Um, and along the way, you know, I work with a lot of women and uh, somewhere I realized that I have this whole passion to help women. And because of that, uh, you know, this idea came into my mind as to can we have a platform where we get the women together because I have seen how women influence other women, how they are able to guide them. And I've seen how women bloom under, under their umbrella. And uh, that's when Femurai happened. And, you know, we decided to kind of have this platform which will help a woman to, you know, um, achieve her dreams, accomplish them uh, with uh, the help of different experts, with different resources. Um, you know, also uh, we realized that this is a great platform for uh, having homepreneurs and other women entrepreneurs to showcase their businesses here. Brilliant. Now, looking at the word homepreneur, what mm -hmm. is your definition of that word and why do you believe it's become so topical and relevant today, especially now, post-COVID? Um, well, you know, Joanne, um, in my opinion, uh, I have a little different point of view. You know, home premiers always existed, you know, not just today, mm. but even in the past, they were there, except mm. that we didn't hear so much about them because they were a little more discreet. Uh, or probably it is social media which could not get them forward as much as it's doing a job today. Um, however, today we see women really realizing that they are far more capable of, of doing much more than sitting at home. You know, you have different kinds of women that we look at. We have women who have left jobs, left careers to, to stay at home, start, uh, you know, taking care of their families, having babies uh, and more responsibilities. We also have seen women who have been, you know, general homemakers, but are talented and realize that there's so much more to, to do. And because of social media, I think they uh, have uh, seen that the reach is possible to do things is possible. And they have gone out and, uh, you know, done so much more. And I think it's important in today's world because these women who have talent can do so much and are doing so much, be it from you know, um, uh, looking at food businesses or 
uh, fashion, design, technology, you know, you just see them starting small and then growing leaps and bounds. And I think these women and, you know, all home tenures are, are a women to reckon with because they have a lot of grit, determination and passion to follow their dream. And I think we should be really, really, uh, you know, we should actually be cognizant of this particular thing. And I think it's a great platform for them to soar. Yeah, I thank you for sharing that perspective. I love how you reframe that. It's not that it's 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 new, but that they've always been there. They've always yes. been there. Women have always been homepreneurs per se. And do you think now is the right time to have an event like this then, the, the Global Homepreneur Summit? Uh, yes, absolutely. I, I think it's a fantastic time, especially post-COVID, because yeah. I have seen even my friends, Joanne, you know, they are also who have been doing jobs today probably don't want to do jobs or probably don't have jobs and are realizing that, listen, I think I can do much more. And they are actually exploring so many opportunities. And uh, likewise, there could be many more women like these. And I think today is the right time to kind of showcase these women uh, to the global world where um, where we know that the homepreneur, not just as a word, but I think they are, uh, uh, you know, they are business. Okay, they, they are a certain sector, a segment of society, which is going to really grow. And I think we have to give them that focus today. And I think it's a great timing. Okay. So what did you think when Vigianti asked you to partner on this event? What was your initial, sort of your initial thoughts? And um, yeah, what did you think about it generally? Uh, well, uh, Vajanti is a dear friend and she's a fantastic woman. And I think when I heard this, I think I was absolutely thrilled, very happy to know that she's doing this because, um, uh, you know, uh, Joanne, we, uh, we ourselves have a platform called Femerai where we are, you know, getting a lot of home premiers to come on our platform on show and showcase their uh, businesses, uh, showcase uh, the kind of work they are doing. Um, wherein they can connect with a bigger audience. So when Vajanti said this, and I felt that I think this is the right time where women can come together and, and interact and network and uh, promote themselves and interact and grow, you know, because when women network with women, trust me, the, the kind of growth which happens is, is uh, leaps and bounds. Right. So partnering just seemed like nat a natural collaboration. It made a lot of sense. Yes, yes, you're right. Okay. I mean, the word is natural collaboration. Yeah. Right. And what should people know about homepreneurs globally? Okay. Um, well, uh, um, you know, homepreneur is, uh, there are a lot of myths around homepreneurs, in my opinion. You know? Okay. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, people feel that uh, people don't take them seriously. People feel that, oh, she just wants to do a part time job or she's getting bored. So she wants to do something on the side and nobody takes her seriously. Mm. OK, and and uh, I've seen this uh, far and many. And I realized that many home trainers are far more ambitious than the world realizes. They they are very, very good at administration, very good at being resourceful. Mm. and are very passionate about wanting to succeed okay which you don't see in many people mm. and and home trainers when they when they do start uh and when they have the right resources uh, trust me i've seen and i think the world globally needs to understand that they are someone to reckon with we have to take them seriously 
because there is so much that they can offer the world you know right. with the right guidance with the right expert expertise given i think they will do wonderful i think they are the future of the world today yeah and as we mentioned earlier in a post covid world where everything is online we spent 2020 online some of us had to learn for the first time how to be online some of us had to relearn online some of us Absolutely. never knew what that meant and it was a, such a challenge and that's that's what they're calling normal now so i think um no, most homepreneurs are online so it gives them an yes. advantage doesn't it Absolutely, uh, Joanne. That's what you said rightly, and I had mentioned in our chat earlier that uh, social media is playing a big role today in helping uh, the home pioneers because you know they start small. They start in garages, in homes, in smaller places because they have a smaller, uh, you know, a pocket to kind of look at resources. But with social media happening, I think they have the world at their doorstep. Mm. and the you know and uh, in no time uh, these people are actually doing business across uh, in different countries in different cities different states and uh, uh, it's playing such a fantastic uh, you know as a fantastic tool for them in terms of marketing in terms of branding and without too much of effort you know you don't have to go out and you know figure out a marketing expert or find a huge office and find expert people social media is it you know you have this great online thing and everybody goes online and uh, and people do look at it today with with covid everybody is sitting on the internet right yeah and you're connected to the world you're connected yes. to the world you're no longer limited to your town your village your borders there's no limitation you can go anywhere right so that's brilliant guys Yes, yes, that is the limit. <laughs> Absolutely. So is there anyone in particular you are looking forward to meeting at the conference or um any particular say panel or anything like that? Well, you know, Joanne, personally, I am looking out to meet a lot of women. Okay, I'm mm. not limiting myself to saying I want to meet A or B because mm. I think there are so many fantastic women out there, women who have done well, who are looking at doing, who've had, you know, uh, such different kind of challenges to face, and I want to know and interact with those people because, you know, they are they are inspirations. Yeah, they are inspirations that that one would like to hear and and share as stories and. these are beautiful stories to inspire so i think i'm not being specific i want to be open and meet as many women as possible right and and for people who who may be thinking about attending they should attend because they like you said they want to be inspired they want to learn and and so on yeah it, it is not just to learn it is to interact to mm. to you know create a base to to look at expanding their businesses to look at collaborations there is so much you can do in these kind of summits so you know again like i said the the sky is a limit it, it forms a fantastic platform uh, to to know so much more great and aruna if anyone wants to reach out to you how can they mm -hmm. find you or your platform would you like to give us your social media or your website details Yes so um we are called Femurai and we are a women's platform we help in networking uh, for women um and uh, it's a fantastic platform we would like where we would like women to come down and and kind of explore it our website is called www.femurai.com we are also on facebook and on instagram uh and uh, it's again on femurai official page 
which is the Instagram and the Facebook pages. So they can reach out there and they can follow us. Uh, we put a lot of content every day uh, and they can even DM us directly and we'll be able to get in touch with them. Brilliant. Well, Aruna, thank you so much for all the hard work that you are doing with Femorize, supporting women, and for being a partner on this event. And we're all looking forward to, to attending the event and to seeing you there. And hopefully you can connect with some of our listeners as well. So keep up the good work. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward. And thank you so much, Joanne. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to connect. And I think I'd like to thank uh, Vajanti on this because this is a, a fantastic thought that she has taken forward. It's a fantastic platform to connect with women and kudos to her. Kudos to her, absolutely. And that's the perfect way to end this episode. Kudos to Vajanti for bringing this all together, for making this all happen. She's truly... Right. A star so thank you thank you all right okay so see you at the conference then bye for now all right thanks bye bye joanne hey there rare ones i hope you enjoyed listening into this week's conversation the rare birds podcast is available for listen across all major platforms including apple spotify soundcloud stitcher anchor and several more please share our conversations with your friends don't forget to subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You can do so by opting in on our homepage of our website, www.rarebirdshq.com. The weekly newsletter provides analysis and data around the topics explored in our weekly conversations. Lastly, I would love your feedback and spend way too much time on Twitter. My handle is included in the notes section of each episode. Tweet me your thoughts, ideas, opinions, and feedback because I'm always looking for ways to improve my craft. If you absolutely love what you heard, then rate us on your favorite podcast platform. See you next week for more conversation. Bye for now.